So here's the issue. Right now, there are more podcast books and information on fitness than ever. But which ones have the best information? Which ones will help you grow as a person the most? Which ones will get you to the next level in your life? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Coach Cody Smith, and this is the Create Yourself Podcast. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Create Yourself Podcast. Today, my guest is Cody McBroom with the Taylor Coaching Method. He is uh, my coach and mentor also, and uh, I almost forgot to record this intro because uh, it was such a good interview, and I had uh, ran a little longer than expected, but nonetheless, uh, here we are. Cody is, uh, he is a, a, a very unique person in the sense that I actually hired him originally to coach me on how to run an online business because he runs a very successful online coaching business. But what I found in him had very little to do with training and nutrition and more so about the mental side and the leadership side. So he was on the podcast for the probably my first like remote episode that I did uh, almost two years ago now. And we talked a lot about program design. So if you want to get into some of the training and the program design stuff that he'll go into, that is the episode that you want to refer, refer back to. Maybe I will link that podcast in this, uh, these show notes. But today we go into all the stuff related to mindset and the mental side of training and nutrition. Because in my opinion, if you don't focus 90% of the uh, effort in your life right now on your mental capacity, the training and nutrition is irrelevant because you're just not going to be in a place of power. Because I just think that the mental side of things is uh, the pillar. That's the the place that everything rests on top of. So all the cool diet practices, all the cool training practices, all these things, they don't matter if it doesn't rest on a nice solid foundation, which is the mental side of things. So we go into a ton of stuff today. Too much to list here. So I'm going to go ahead and shut up and we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. But before we do, as always, I want you to take a screenshot on your phone, post on your Instagram story or your Facebook story for that matter, and tag both Cody and I in it. He is at Cody.BoomBoom and I am at Coach Cody Smith. Now, the reason why we always ask you guys to do that is because here's the deal. We talk about it a little bit on the show. There is a ton of terrible coaching programs and terrible information that is, you know, driven to sell methods and all these different things. But the reality is, is that the, uh, the, the types of things that we're talking about today is the type of stuff that's going to actually help you to move forward. Like some of the other stuff will make you feel good, but it won't help you move forward. Whereas this stuff today is the stuff that's going to truly propel you to move forward. So take that screenshot, tag us both, and then with, and then post on your story. And then without any further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get Cody on here. All right, you guys. Hey, welcome back to the Create Yourself Podcast. Today is an absolute treat. I actually have my coach and mentor who is going to be on the show today. Um, and this is super cool because this is the second time he's been on here. And then a few months back, I got to, to, to live out kind of a, a goal and check off something on my list of things that I wanted to do. And um, he had me on his show. And what was super cool about that entire experience is uh, for literally a year and a half, I would listen to his show. And then when he invited me to come on, it's like, wait, like I'm going to be like I could listen to your show, but it's me talking. And it was just this weird paradigm that I had in my head. So uh, it's good to have Cody back on. We're probably a year and a half since the last time he was on the show. So uh, we're going to dig into his story. And I talked about him. I talked to him a little bit about this before he came on the show is that <laughs> I get so pissed because everybody asks him about nutrition nonstop. And the, the, some of the stuff, some of the biggest things that I've learned from Cody have nothing to do with training and nutrition. 
So we're going to dig into that today. So if you're coming on here for nutrition, you're going to have to hold on because most of it's going to be about the stuff that you, the shit that you need to do instead of the stuff that you want to hear about. So Cody, what's going on today, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. This is uh, it's always fun coming back on. And, and I was excited when you mentioned what we're going to talk about today, because I, I love training and nutrition. But like you said, I mean, yeah. I, I put out I think we just dropped episode 436. So we have a lot of episodes out and a lot of those are just me straight talking, training and nutrition. And the last podcast we did, I think we went into program design, right? It was all program design. Yeah. And that was a really good one. So if people are interested in that stuff, they can just go listen to the first one. For sure. For sure. Uh, Okay, man. So catch us up on, I mean, you can go as little or as deep as you want to in your story. I'm sure there's, this show has grown significantly since the first time you came on. So maybe your whole story would be important, but um, number one, catch us up on what you're doing now, and then let's go back into a little bit of your story so we can get people introduced to who you are. Yeah, so uh, my name is Cody McBroom, and I run Tailored Coaching Method, which is an online fitness and nutrition company. Um, and I would add content creation company because we really focus on that side of things too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I'm at today, but it, it's been a, a wild ride to get here. I mean, it started with just being the chubby kid growing up and, and wanting to change the way I looked. Um, I got fed up with living in the body that I was living in. So I made a huge dramatic change, really just like a 360 um, and changed my nutrition, changed my lifestyle, changed my habits, changed. Uh, I actually started training. That was the first time I ever started training. Uh, and I ended up losing 50 pounds. There was a lot of trial and error of trying fad diets and trying bullshit and falling into marketing hype and um, quick fixes and supplements and all those kind of things that kind of steer you in the wrong direction without giving you the foundation beneath. Um, but after a while I started really learning and that's when I got obsessed, man. I got obsessed with the, the fact that training and nutrition is really never ending. It's an infinite amount of knowledge and, and learning process that you can just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper into. Um, so I ended up changing my degree to, uh, health and personal training, went through a bunch of certifications, college, um, internships, a uh, bunch of different things to just keep building and building, and building, became a personal trainer at a strength and conditioning facility here in, in Seattle, um, called Vigor Ground. And that was kind of like my entry into the world of training. And I just, I mean, I got hands-on experience. There's nothing better than that. Like people always ask me like, what do I need to do to become a successful online trainer? And I'm like, go train people in person for five years. Like, because that's the advice that I got straight up. Like Luca was like, Hey, train people for five years with me and, and then try to build that online thing. I was like, cool. So I, I did that. I trained people for six years, six days a week. And I just wrote a blog the whole time. Every week I'd put out a blog on a new topic. Um, so my journey kind of was like being a young coach and experiencing, like I was getting coached. I was getting on stage. I was being an athlete. I was coaching people every, every week. I was running huge group classes with 40, 50, 60 people. And then I was doing private training one-on-one. Um, I was kind of just doing everything, man. And it was just a learning, learning process for me. And I was taking all that information. I was documenting it inside of my blog because Instagram wasn't a thing yet. So it was just like, let me just blog all this stuff. Right. Um, and, and I got really passionate about the content side of things. So I started doing videos and eventually a podcast. Um, and eventually, uh, I had a small online business while training people in person, uh, small being, you know, like I had maybe like 10 clients at most. And, uh, and then I found out I was having a daughter and I was like, I need to shift. I need to make a move. It's either it's, it's, it's jump and go all in on this, this online business, or it's get, go all in on the gym and create new possibilities there and, and just in, in work for the man, you know, work for him. Um, and me being who I am, I made the decision to go on my own. Uh, I told my wife like, Hey, I'm going to give up all my clients. I'm going to give away my paycheck, but it's going to work out and you're never going to go back to work. You're going to be a stay at home mom. And she just looked at me like I was 
absolutely crazy but okay, ambitious <laughs> yeah exactly and she said you know she goes her thing was this she was like hey I believe you can do it. Like, I believe in you. And she gave me that nudge to be like, you should do it. You should quit. You should give up those clients and you should go all in on it because you're back against the wall. You'll make it happen. But I'm going back to work. She was like, there's no way. Like, I'm, I'm an independent woman. Like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay. Once we had my daughter, she thought differently because as soon as she saw that face, she was like, okay, I don't want to go back. <laughs> so yeah, now yeah. she's a stay-at-home mom. But, um, but yeah, that, I mean, that was the thing that was like, man, I got to do it. So I, so I went all in on the online business. And that's when I kind of became known for creating content. I mean, that's when it was like, all right, we're doing two episodes a week. Let's do three. And eventually we did four. I'm doing two newsletters a week. I'm going to do five. I did daily newsletter every single day. Um, and I actually, for a while, even did seven days a week. I would literally have newsletters every day of the week. Like every day I was emailing people. Instagram twice a day. Like it was just like, how much content can I put out into the world to teach people? And that really catapulted me into the industry because it allowed me to connect with other people, allowed me to network, allowed me to travel, um, and it allowed more eyes on what I was trying to teach and how I was trying to teach it, um, which is a more sustainable approach, but it's a science-based approach, which I don't think is very common inside the gen pop community. I think it's getting more popular, but um, years ago, it was like... Uh, very habit-based, like let's take it easy and let's like integrate habits. And nothing was like every, anything that was involving science or numbers or, or data was almost like too hardcore, or, like too overwhelming. And I disagreed with that. I was like, I want to teach this science-based strategy to the everyday person that has no fucking idea what the science is about because they need it just as much as we do. They just need it in a simplified way. So I started pushing my message and understanding what that message was. And it kind of just grew, man. Eventually I got burnt out from working with too many people. And uh, so I hired an assistant and she took over some of my processes for me that helped me continue to coach. Um, and then I got burnt out again. So I uh, hired my first coach to work with me and I passed off some clients to her, started building her up. Um, and then I was leading her, running the business, working my clients. And again, got burnt out. So I hired another coach. And then I kind of started really understanding the whole scaling process. So I'm like, okay, what am I really doing here? What am I trying to build? And, and for me, it's, it's, it's really trying to like, and I say this like kind of joking, but like I'm, I'm dead ass serious at the same time. Like I'm trying to take over the industry and I just wanted to build this team of badasses that were at the highest standard of, of online coaches, period, and giving the best systems and giving the best methods. And that's what the mission has been, man. Now we have uh, six coaches and then myself, and then we have a chief science officer, Dr. Brandon Roberts. Um, Travis McQueen, our media guy, and then uh, Tori is my admin assistant. So we have a bigger team now, and it's and it's been growing, man. We have a physical location where you coach people all around the world. Um, we're actually in the process of of looking for a new intern to bring on another uh, coach right now. We just brought on another one, so things are moving in the right direction. And it's just been this honestly just this constant path and journey of just just being a better human being and learning more. Um, I've always had this, and this is the last thing I'll say before I shut up, but this is like, I've always had this like weird idea. And I think like we've talked about warrior a bunch and I think this is why warrior speaks yeah. to me so much. They talk about like, what's the potential of your marriage? What's the potential of your business? What's the potential of your body? And I've always had that mentality of like, I know I'm here for a reason and I know I'm here to do more than what I'm doing right now. And I've always felt that way. Um, and I think, Part of it is disheartening because you never feel satisfied and part of it's really motivating because you know you got to keep accomplishing more. Um, and I've just kind of grown in this place of like, if I'm not trying to grow and expand my potential as a human being, what the fuck am I doing? You know? So yeah. for me, that's been the journey, man, is just how can I expand in every area of my life? So a couple things in there that I want to unpack. So the first one, 
has anybody ever come up to you and thought that you were an overnight success? Because what I hear from that story is what, five, six, seven years of grinding. And, it, and it's funny because uh, I've had multiple conversations, especially, especially within the past couple, I would say year and a half, two years of people looking at like my facilities and my businesses and the size of my teams and all my clients and like, um, who, like, you know, people like you, who I've been able to connect with. And they think that like, it just happened. Versus like, you know, you didn't miss, you missed the grinding, you missed the, you know, scaling and burning out and hiring people and then burning out again. And this constant thing that continues to happen. And um, has anybody ever like, Cody, you're, you're, you're an overnight success. Like, how do you approach that conversation? Yeah, I think more than that I've heard, and it's the same, same thought process. They'll say, uh, man, you, you blew up quick or like that shit blew up. And it's like, no, dude, like. Mm -hmm. Like it was just a really, really, really long fuse <laughs> before it blew, you know? And I think, uh, cause, cause I mean, shit, man, yeah, it was like eight or nine years. Cause I started this when I was 19, I'm 27 now. So it's, it's literally been, um, I, I started my internship when I turned 19, I started at 18 was when I first like started like helping people and started losing weight and started like learning and studying and stuff. Um, and I mean, dude, I trained people for free. I trained at multiple, I, I worked three jobs at one, two jobs at once while working a job for free, which was my internship, um, going to school. Like, I mean, there was just so much grinding just to like even be missed and get into the right place. And then once I got there, it's like, okay, like how many hours do I got to be in the gym? Cause I will coach as many people as I need to and run as many classes as I need to and read as much shit and travel and do like take out credit cards to buy more courses and education, whatever you tell me to get, I'll get. So there's definitely been a long long time uh, of just grind and hustle and to be completely honest right now in my life is the first time I've ever felt like I can even kind of slow down a little bit to be completely honest with you this is the first time in my life and, and when I say first time I mean literally since like COVID hit because I was forced to do it I was like well I can't go as many places and there's certain things I can't do so I'm going to save some time and, and instead of doing more work I'm going to spend that with my family or just chill and I'm glad I did, but this is the first time I've ever been like, man, like, you know what, at this point we've built a team, I've outsourced enough stuff, I have enough systems in place that I actually can like slow down periodically to let myself chill because up until now it's just been just go, 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 yeah. go, go, which is a grind. And it's funny because um, your story goes so much in with like the direction of the podcast. Like originally when I started this thing, it was all about like training and nutrition. And I, and I told you guys listening right now that in the beginning of the show, we, depending on where the conversation goes, we might talk about that. But what's important is like, you guys are literally getting building blocks of what it takes to be, you know, a, a young guy, what, 19 years old, going through the coaching process to now essentially growing your own empire. And I think that's important. Now you kind of glaze past something that I want to stop on and I want to kind of like shine a light on and, and, and clarity, right? You talked about like you had to get clear on what you wanted. <clears throat> and it's funny because when I came to the first mastermind that you put on, uh, I, I remember because you went on uh, the Facebook group and you were like, first question you guys got to do this is homework. What do you want? And you were like real serious about it. And I remember watching that and I'm like, what do you mean what I want? I want what everybody wants. And then I really sat there and I thought about it and I was like, you know, if I got to be specific, I actually don't know what that is. And it wasn't until for me that I got specific on like, I want my gender to look this way. I want my relationship to look this way. I want my body to look this way. I want to be this type of father, this type of husband, this type of leader. It wasn't until I got real clear on those things um, that I was even to, able to produce on a high level. For you, like, and for people even listening to this, like, why did clarity provide you so much purpose? Like so much um, 
why did you put so much importance on clarity inside of where you were heading? Yeah. So somebody did the exact same thing that I did to you guys. That's funny. That's why I did it to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> somebody asked me like, what do you want? And I was like, oh, I just want to be successful. I'm like, well, what does that mean? And I'm like, I mean, I don't know. People know who I am in the industry. I, I make enough money to get by. Like, I don't know, man. And it's like, you need to define what that means, right? You need to define what you actually want. Like you said, like sitting down and taking my journal in like literally like day by day, hour by hour, like what does my life look like? Where am I living? What kind of house am I in? What kind of car do I drive? What, do I have a facility? Do I have an office? What, what does my team look like? What does my body look like? What is my relationship like? What kind of feelings are there? What, what time do I get off work? What time do I start work? What does my work day look like? Who are the people I'm working with? Who are, what are the kind of clients I'm signing up? What kind of content am I creating? What, kind, what do I want the people to see when they watch my content? Like I started really like going almost like OCD, like in depth with exactly what I wanted to paint as far as like a, a picture, right? And it gave me a North Star. It gave me a very, very clear, like I, I was telling somebody this actually on Tuesday, one of, my, uh, one of the guys in the group. And I was like, you need to map out your next, you know, like your three years. Like, wh where do you want to be in three years, man? Like as detailed as possible. Because if you don't have that, you don't have a North Star. And it's like getting into your GPS and, and heading north. Okay, well, where the fuck are you going? Like, you don't have an address? Well, then how are you going to get anywhere specific? You know, if somebody asks you, like, where are you, like, oh, you're going on vacation. Where are you going? Oh, I'm going south. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's cool. You're going to get somewhere good because California is down south from us. So you'll end up in the sun. But you don't know exactly where you're going to get until you get there. And that means the process is going to be much slower because you got to figure it out along the way. But if you design exactly what your ending destination is, you exactly d design where you want to be, I think it's a much more clear path because your actions line up with that sight, that insight, that vision, that clarity, right? Um, and for me, I can honestly say, when, like literally to a T, I have created every single thing I wrote down the first time I did that except one thing, and that's having a dog. And I honestly don't even know if I want a dog anymore. <laughs> But that was the only thing on the thing is like, I'm going to have a dog. I'm going to walk my dog in the morning. So that was like the thing I wanted, but I don't think I need that anymore. I have a daughter. Um, and, uh, but I literally was like, you know, I want to build a home. Like I want to be able to build a home. So, cause my, my wife was in that industry and she loves decor. She loves des interior design. I was like, I want to build a home so she can do that. Like that's my, uh, I want to build that. And I want it to be in a neighborhood that is in the like woods. Like I want like trees. I want mountains. I want to like see things. Right. Um, I wanted like obviously a safe area. I didn't grow up in a safe area. So I wanted a safe area for my daughter. I wanted a facility, but I didn't know what that looked like because I run an online business. Like I had all these things in place and, and they were clear enough to put me in the right direction. And we built a home. My wife designed it. We live in the fucking woods in this really nice neighborhood that's safe for Blakely. I have my own gym and facility and office. I have a team that creates content with me, which was like my main goal is like now, not necessarily, but back then I said I wanted I wanted to be like T Nation. Like I used to love T Nation. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, I, I, nothing against T Nation, but there's better websites for content in my opinion. Um, and uh, at the time though, I was like, I want my own version of T Nation. Cause I know for me, I used to like go on there and search anything and just find articles written by these guys that I looked up to and I would just read and read and read. And I was like, I want people to go to my website and search up the videos, podcasts, and blogs that I write. Like that was my goal. We have that now. We, people do that. Um, and I know that because when we made the new site, we forgot to put the search bar. And the first question I got day one was like, hey, where's the search bar? <laughs> and I was like, damn, people use that. That's dope. So, um, but, but point being, I'm kind of ranting now. Like, I think the point being is like, man, sitting down and just truly asking myself what I want um, and then determining where I was, right? Where do I want to be? 
who is the person they need to become to get to that place? And am I lined up with that person right now? And the answer was no. And that's okay. Because obviously if I want more, then I need to change into a person that I'm not yet. Right. So for me, it was, it was just that, man, it was writing that out, learning who I needed to become and then being totally honest with myself and saying like, I'm nowhere even close to that right now. So who do I need to become to get there? I like that a lot. And, and so that lesson and those lessons that pretty much I've gotten from you, I've gotten from, you know, a bunch of other people that uh, now either have mentored me or virtually mentored me um, goes so in line with that. And, and it's, and it's fitting because it matches the name of my podcast, the tagline of my gym. Um, I truly believe now more than ever that anybody can essentially, you're talking about like life engineering, right? Like you wipe up, you, you write up your own blueprint and then you just live to that. And uh, you know, from where you are into where you want to be. And it's actually something that I teach clients um, now and I use it a lot and, I, and I'm pretty sure I got it from you, but it's, you know, talking about the gap, right? Where you are now, where you want to go. And then that, the, the messy middle, the middle stuff, is where all the work takes place, right? All the training, all the nutrition, all the journaling, all the meditation, all the walks, like that is where you, you essentially build the bridge and, and cross your gap to get to where you want to go. And I actually talked about that this morning. <clears throat> um, I've been going like live every single day on Instagram and Facebook and, and you know this, but I've been trying to do that every single day just to talk about something. And I was listening to a guy by the name of Russell Brunson this morning. He was talking about like, you know, finding your dream customer. Like, who are they? What's their pain points? What do they do? You know, essentially, and then as business owners trying to reverse engineer who they are. So I took that and I, and I essentially went into this lesson of like, there's also, it's also kind of like that for people trying to find their dream life, right? Like what, like what you're talking about, what do you want it to be? Like the types of relationships and, and I'm going to kind of bridge this into the pillars, right? Like what type of body do you want? What type of mindset do you want? What kind of relationships do, if I'm being honest, do you need to cut loose so that you can move forward? What do you want your career, your purpose, or your business to be? And you literally write that out and then you essentially write your own script, right? You're, you're looking at where you're at, where you're trying to go, and then you have to reverse engineer that the same way as business owners, we have to reverse engineer where our clients are. So you taught me something a long time ago that uh, I believe came from Warrior originally, and obviously everybody's got their own iteration. Uh, but essentially I call it the four pillars, you know, body being balanced business essentially. Right. And we've all got our own names for them and how we teach them, et cetera, et cetera. But it's something that I've become obsessed with, especially right now during COVID-19 because a lot of my, you know, my last, you know, uh, so a lot of us do these things called 90 day sprints. If you guys are listening at home, they call them 90 day sprints or 90 day targets to where you essentially set a target. You're going to go to every 90 days. And my targets personally got destroyed as COVID-19 hit, but what also happened was a spiral, right? And it was a spiral because I no longer had a direction to go. And what's funny about that is a lot of people kind of just live like that all the time, right? Whereas like I felt this contrast of like, I'm so used to being dialed in and now my stuff is spiraling out. But it was because I had lost targets of all my pillars. So Cody, I want you to go into a little bit of like how you discovered, you know, the, the, the body, the mind and all these things, like how you started to discover their importance and how you personally implement them. Um, because when you first taught me, I was fascinated by it. And now it's something I obsess over. So can you go into a little bit about like these specific pillars and these like dimensions of life and like why you put so much value on them? Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, and I think the biggest reason like so many people are feeling like that during COVID is you, everybody lost a lot of control, right? They couldn't control the scenario. It's uncertain and they're forced to, to live away against their will. 
Um, and that can be hard, right? And, and so the beauty about uh, the four pillars or core four, or however you want to call it, is those are all aspects that you can control. Like you can still control, like your business is probably the hardest one inside of COVID, but at the end of the day, you can still control many aspects of it. You can still control your relationships, still control your mindset, your spirituality, your faith. You can still control your, your body, um, your fitness, your health, your nutrition. So I think for me, it was one of those things where I just saw that like, man, this is something I can take control of. And again, going back to like seeing that potential in myself, I've just always thought like there was much more for me out there and that I could be so much more than I am today. Um, and this was kind of like that door for me. Um, I met a guy who went through, I, Luca was actually the first person that introduced me to Warrior. He, uh, he had a buddy that went through Warrior Week, Steve Krebs, who later became my mentor. And uh, it changed his life. It just like, I mean, like, completely changed who he was as a person to the point where like I met him again like I mean I met him many times I hung out with him and I was like who is this dude like but in the best way possible I was like you're literally a different human being like your aura your energy the way you show up everything and his success showed for it I was like what are you doing he's like oh warrior week I was like what is warrior week right and then Luca ended up going through it and then so I started getting more intrigued um, and then they held their own version of it uh, with Garrett's blessing, because they were still a part of that. And, and uh, it was called Resurrection Week. It was the same thing. We went through the whole process. It's a brutal week, uh, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. But I came out on the other end, just like literally, it was almost as if like I was wearing foggy contact lenses. And then I just like cleared them up. Right. And it was like, man, now I have clarity. Now I can see. And it was putting myself in a position where I can control these things so I could kind of take power, right? Take power and control of my life and feel like I was in power. Um, and understand that things don't happen to me. They happen for me. And it's really my responsibility. Like something I said on a, uh, on a story yesterday was everything's your fault. Everything's your responsibility. And like, that's kind of what it put me in a position of is like the things in my life I'm not happy with. It's because of me, nobody else. I'm the only person to blame. So take ownership and change it. Right. Um, so I got introduced to this whole concept and it, they call it core four, body being balanced business. And basically what it is, I mean, your body is, is everything that has to do with your body. So I was going through a drill the other day and it's like, uh, what are the facts about your body? And it's like, when was the last time you got a physical? When was the last time you went to the dentist? Uh, what, what are the facts about the muscle mass on your, on your frame? What's the facts about your body fat? How is your digestion? How is your brain fog? How is your spine? How are your joints? Like everything. How is your caffeine consumption? How is your alcohol consumption? So like body isn't just like, what do I see in the mirror? And I think that's like the thing that was like a wake up call for me. Cause when I first got introduced to it, I was shredded and I was like, I look great. Like I'm, I'm pumped. Like I, I couldn't look any better at this point naturally. And, uh, I could, but at the time I didn't think I could. And I didn't realize that I was not sleeping enough. I was drinking way too much fucking caffeine. My hormones weren't on point. Like there were so many things, like I haven't been to the doctor in years. Like there was just so many other things that I could have been focusing on. So it's much bigger than that. Um, being is, being is yourself. Being is probably the, mo the most difficult one to explain, but being is, it's, it's you. It's your personal being. And it can be spun in multiple ways. Uh, for some people, it's, it's talking to the universe and the universe talking back. Some people, it's God. Some people, it's Allah. Some, like everybody has different religions. It's, it's a piece of that. Um, and then it's also a piece of your mindset and your own spirituality and your own confidence and certainty in yourself as a man. So that was my first experience into like what I would have called like foo-foo, woo-woo shit back in the day and been like, dude, come on, like meditation and, and spirituality. That's kind of weird. But when I started reading and diving into some of these things, I started learning a lot about myself. And, and the reason I was avoiding it was because I was confused. I was lost and I was insecure about those things. 
So for me, diving into meditation, diving into reading spiritual books, diving into, I, I didn't grow up around faith. So like learning about God for me was huge. Like literally, like I have a book, it's like this thick, it's called world religion, something. And it goes through everything. Like I literally spent uh, a full 90 day outcome, like studying every religion you could think of. I mean, Hindu, Buddhist, Catholic, uh, Mormon, Jehovah uh, Witness, like everything. I just wanted to know, like, what are all these interpretations of God? Like, I need to understand that to understand me, right? So I went through that whole process and that's being, and that, that category is usually when you coach that or you're working on that, it's kind of like how, to me, I just look at it like, how do you be a better person, right? How do you be a better person individually, whether that's your mindset or your spiritual side? Um, and then from there, we have balance, which is your relationships. I like splitting this up into three, um, relationship with yourself, relationship with your spouse, and then relationship with your children. If you don't have children, obviously, it's just you and your spouse. Um, but I think that one is just kind of like, again, going through the facts. What are your relationships like? What do you like about your relationships? Like, what, what is it like for, for married couples? What is your sex life like? What is your romantic life like? Uh, what is your communication like? What is your everything, right? Ambition to grow a family. How much time do you spend with your children? So again, at the time when I first learned this, I didn't have a wife or, or a daughter, but um, I had family and I had friends and, and I wanted to connect with them on a deeper level because I had big ignoring that side of my life. This carried over into my marriage now more than ever. So once I got married, it was like a completely different ballgame. It all made way more sense to me and it applied on a deeper level. Um, but you start kind of looking in again into the facts that you kind of like to ignore because maybe you're not as present as you like to think. Maybe you aren't giving them as much time as they deserve. Maybe you're not showing as much appreciation and love. Maybe you are kind of a dick sometimes and it comes off the wrong way. Um, but it, it takes really analyzing these areas to see those things in your life. And then the last one is business. And the reason the business one is last, in my opinion, and I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say this, but if you look at body being balanced business, I've always looked at it like when you master your body, it's easier to master your mind and your confidence as an individual. And if you can do that, you can take care of yourself. It's easier to take care of your relationships and show up as a better individual for them. And if you take care of all that, your business just as a byproduct just takes off, right? You almost don't even got to think about it um, because you're showing up as your most authentic self and you're delivering the most value possible because you're showing up differently and you're giving off a different energy. And that, is like marketing in itself. Um, but business is the, the final category for this, this whole thing. And if we put them all together, we're kind of tackling every, every area of your life. Yeah. And that's super valuable. And I think that's something that it's really, I would say probably over the past year, year and a half, two years, it's kind of like, uh, and it's funny cause you know, Garrett's talking right now about like, you know, the hands of God have come down and shake the world and stuff like that. So that essentially this entire process has shaken my world to where it's like, I don't know that I necessarily, and, and people can agree or disagree. It's how I feel. And, 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 you know, it is what it is, but I don't see the purpose of training and nutrition really, unless these things are tackled, right. Focusing on the, your, your system as a whole, because we see this with clients all the time. We'll, you know, we'll coach them with the best training and nutrition practices possible, but if they're, if they're, their mindset is messed up, you know, or they're being, if they've got a, a terrible relationships or multiple terrible relationships in their life, or they hate their job or like whatever it is, the training and nutrition doesn't matter. Like I could give you the best training program with the, you know, the best volume and recovery factored in and the mobility plans and all the proteins and carbs and all this kind of stuff. But if you're not focusing on all the pillars, I just watch people crumble over and over and over again. So, and, and it's funny because this is the next level of coaches. 
I think that over time, the coaches that don't think about these things and don't teach their clients these things or give these types of services are going to go to the wayside, which will make lots of room for, for guys like you and I to go yeah. and, and take over the world per se. Um, so what do you say to that person who's listening to this right now? And, and one doesn't see the value in this. Cause I, you know, I'm guilty of this myself. I'd hear stuff like this in the past. And just like you said, foo-foo, right? We, all the woo-woo meditation stuff. I remember the first time you told me to go look in the mirror and to fire myself up. I was like, this dude's crazy. I'm not going to go and do that. But the weirdest <laughs> thing happens is I go and do it. Cause I was like, all right, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a doer. I'm just going to go and do whatever he says. And I did it. And I had like this weird, it was like a coldness that came over me from like, like, and, and now I, I do it before podcasts. I do it before any big webinar or something like that. Um, people, I do it when I'm in my car, I'll just start saying stuff to myself. I'll look in the mirror. I'll record something on a voice memo and just listen to it over and over again. And people probably think I'm an absolute psycho, but I tell you what, I'm lit on fire when it's time to be around other people. Yeah. So what do you say to the person that number one, doesn't see the value in this? And number two, where could they simply start? Do they start on one pillar and then move to the other? Do they just simply write down a target they want to go to in each? Like how can they start to do some of these things and start to find the value in that? Yeah. So I, I think like, I would agree. I think this is kind of like the next wave. And I think it, it's, it has to move beyond macros at some point, you know? And I think that's, that's the big key. And, and it's one of those things where a lot of times I won't talk about it at first, because I think a lot of times what people want and what people need are two completely different things, right? So I could scream at you that you need to get more sleep, find a more, less stressful job and meditate till I'm blue in the face. And you'll still just ask for the right macro ratio. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I give it to you. So instead I'm going to, I'm going to sell you on the macro ratio. Cause that gives you buy-in. Once I give you what you want, I'm going to suggest what I think would be beneficial, AKA what the fuck you need. And then there's that buy-in factor. They already trust you. You're already giving them what they want. And it becomes easier to get that. Um, and then you go from there. But I think for the people listening that are like, Oh, that's, I don't think I need that. Whatever. My first question would be like, why don't you feel like you need that? Because a lot of times really what it is, it's an insecurity of discomfort. They're afraid or scared to step into challenge because a lot of the things push you, man. Like one of the most uncomfortable things you can do is ask yourself questions, right? Like sometimes the questions give you answers you don't want to hear. And sometimes they open up doors that you didn't want to open and you learn things about yourself and you have to admit and accept things to yourself that you're not proud of right? Or you don't agree with, or you're not, you're disappointed with the actions you're taking. But the reality is if you ask those questions, you can move past those answers, right? And then you can change because awareness precedes change. So I think sometimes I have the conversation with people and I'm like, well, first and foremost, are you where you want to end up? What, what do you mean? Are are you exactly where you want to be? Are you as most like as successful as you're going to get as happy as you're going to get? You have the results you want? No, of course not. So you want to get better. Yeah. Okay. So why wouldn't you try? Why not? Well, I don't think that's for me. Why isn't it for you? And not, again, nine times out of 10, it's just uncomfortable. It's just, it's weird. You know, and if, and if I'm saying this to somebody and they get kind of offended, I'm like, it's definitely that. Yeah. If you're getting offended, you definitely, like if you're getting defensive, 100%, this is the right thing for you, but it's just pushing you into discomfort. It's resistance. And because of that resistance, like you're afraid to give into it. And I think really that's it, man. Like, I, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody doesn't benefit from being challenged mentally and, and spiritually and emotionally, you know? And I think being vulnerable and in, in stepping outside of what your norm is, is the only way to get beyond your norm, which is what we're all after. Um, 
So it depends. I, I think it depends on the person, how I'm going to frame it. But a lot of times I, I just try to explain it that way. Like, I think it's, it's completely a discomfort thing. I don't know if you would agree with that or not. I 100% agree. And it's funny. You, you talk about like, um, like offending people. And I actually had uh, two people last week reach out to me and said that I offended them at first and then like kind of showed them some stuff. And, and if you, if you guys uh, listen to my show, like you, 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 if you follow me, you know, I get kind of like ranty per se about things. Like I'll just get fired up about stuff. And last week I was, I was just like yelling at, I was yelling at my computer because uh, I was also kind of coaching myself at the same time about this thing called the COVID mindset. Right. And it's like, Right now, like everybody has a Monday mindset or I'm going to start, you know, the first of the month. I can't tell you how many times somebody's like, you guys are probably listening to this right now. and be like, he's not talking. Oh, wait, he totally is. How many times somebody's like, I'm going to start on Monday or I'm going to start on uh, the beginning of the month. And now it's like, I'm going to start when COVID is over. I'm like, okay, sweet. So you're not going to eat and do the way you do the things you need to do. And you're going to sit on your butt for the next three months. Okay, cool. Let me know how that works out for you when this is all over. So like, I just started screaming into the camera and I'm going off about this COVID mindset and how you need to snap out of it. You need to wake up. And I had multiple people reach out to me and they're like, you know, uh, at first you offended me, but only because I knew you were telling the truth. And it's kind of, it, it, it opens some things in me that I was not aware of, or I was ignoring. Um, that's exactly but, it, dude. Yeah. Like, like, sorry to cut you off, but that's exactly yeah. what, what intrigued me about warrior. I didn't do warrior at first because I was like, motherfuckers are crazy <laughs> and like I, I don't need that like that's that's too much you know that's just way too much yeah but there became a point where I was like I mean nothing is too much if it gets me out of this place I'm in you know like like why aren't I at my full potential why aren't I happy why aren't I more successful why aren't I growing and so I gave into it and that's when I did resurrection week and everything started changing but at first I, I kept saying like I didn't need that or I didn't I thought it was weird and I didn't need to read that kind of shit or meditate and do all these weird things um but you're never above that. You know, it, it honestly, it made me uncomfortable. And when I started asking the questions they wanted me to ask, I didn't like the answers I got. And so I stopped asking them, you know, and, yeah. and it took me fully committing to be like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to pay money because if you pay money, you'll do the work. I'm going to pay a lot of money that I don't feel like paying because I know that'll force me to do this shit that I don't want to do. And because of that, I received what I wanted to receive. Yeah. And, and it's always funny because I think things like warrior things like we're talking about right here, it's contrary to the norm, mm. right? It's off script. Like you asked us at the, I believe it was the second mastermind. You guys were like, like, why are you here? Like, what's your purpose? Like, wh why do you do what you do? And uh, I kind of uncovered something during that. And I, I'm pretty sure I went on, you made us like go in our story after and talk about it. But my why was like to live off script right? Like right now we're all, we're actually in, in, you know, that's a separate conversation, but like we're living to the script of other people right now. And I think for me, that's why I was so initially frustrated when this stuff hit is because like, I want to live off script and what you're talking about and the things that we're talking about here, the things that warrior talks about, the things that all those guys around in that circle, Steve Krebs, Luca, like they're teaching things that are contrary to norm because most people do view meditation as weird, myself included. Like you said, you did as well. Uh, the first time you told me to journal, I was like, what am I gonna talk about my feelings? That's insane, right? <laughs> but, it, but it was so funny when I started to do it because you're exactly right. Like writing a question down and then having to answer it and looking at the, the, the answer to it, I'm like, that's so stupid. Like, why do I think that? Um, and, and a book that you guys should all read, I, I kind of stole a page out of your book and I recommend books all the time, but um, Loving What Is by Byron Katie is like, I've read that twice now. I've probably had almost every client that I coach go read that same book because 
Um, it'll really, and you have to do the audio because when you hear the people kind of come to the realization in the audio, it's super crazy to hear them kind of turn themselves on their head by yeah. themselves through questions, the weirdest thing. Right. But, um, it's insane because you start to get all these realizations and you start to see the inside stuff and you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm totally, I'm totally not um, eating the things that I need to eat because I feel a certain way about X, Y, Z. Right. So um, Cody, you taught me sometime or you taught me some time ago about um, how certain things trigger. Right. And then they trigger you to tell stories in your head. And then that story, you attach meaning to that story. Um, can you dig in a little bit to that for people listening right now, kind of like wh where it came from and um, why you found it to be so important, like in your own personal life? Because you actually, it's funny, you were coaching me on the call the other day and you were, I was telling you about a trigger and then you proposed the story and I was like, holy shit, that dude's totally right right now. Um, why, like, why is that such a big deal? And like, how do you utilize that whole entire process in your own life? Yeah, I think it started with me because uh, somebody, I said something and somebody was like, oh, that's just a story. And I was like, what are you talking about? That's not a story because of blank. He's like, well, that's a story too. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, dude, now you're just not making sense. And he was like, that's a story. And, and it just, it, like, literally, I was just like, I don't even, I'm not going to say a word anymore because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But I started thinking about it. And the first thing I said was some kind of, it was a story. It was something I was, it was a narrative I was creating for myself in my head. Um, and then my response to him was an excuse, which was also a story. And then me saying that he wasn't making sense was a story in my head. Cause I wasn't clear enough to see what he was trying to fucking tell me. Right. And it was like this weird, like twist of, of all these quote unquote stories. But essentially I kind of started looking at everything like that. Like every single thought as a story, like when I tell myself something, that's a story, be it good or bad. When my wife says something, it's a story. You know, like when she's mad about something, it's a story in her head or at least considering, is that just a story in your head? And in, in loving what is, is the best book to like really understand this because it teaches you acceptance and it, and it forces you to ask the question over and over and over again. Like, is that really true? And if it's absolutely true, what are the facts behind that? So even if you bullshit it and say, yes, now you have to lay out the facts. And I think going through that in my own life was the biggest thing, man. Like I even, uh, again, going through each area of your life. What are the facts about your relationship with God? What are the facts about your religion? What are the facts about your spirituality? What are the facts about you reading spiritual books? What are the facts about your marriage? What are the facts like, like going through everything and like writing out the facts and then writing out what's working and what's not working and then writing out the uh, stories associated with that and the behaviors you are making and the actions you are taking because of those stories. This is something straight out of the worry book that like completely changed the way my mind works recently. Um, and it's something that you revisit very often going through these different areas of your life and really trying to pull out like, where are you lying to yourself? Like realistically, like where in your life are you just telling yourself bullshit stories? And sometimes that's not necessarily like blatantly lying to somebody. It's holding in the truth, not saying how you actually feel and tucking it under the rug because you don't want temporary grief, right? You would rather leave it be and then suffer later which never ends well. And I've done that a million times, trust me. But I think like for me, it was just that man, like going through and, and being, and this is why I encourage people to do this kind of shit because you're not going to do it on your own. Like I never, if you would have asked me like, Hey, I want you to list out all the lies you're telling yourself. Like I'll do it if you tell me and I'm paying you, but there's no way I would have just thought to do that on my own. You know what I mean? I had to go through these. And I mean, at this point I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on coaching over the years. Um, and every time I do these weird things, it just, it always makes me grow. But I think like the whole, like 
looking at things as like triggers and stories is uh, like picking, picking all of them apart. Even like a good example of this, even like if my wife does something to make me mad, right? She pisses me off. I have to sit there and go, is Shannon trying to piss me off? Is she trying to hurt me or make me? And the answer is never yes. She doesn't do anything spitefully. She doesn't want to hurt me. That's insane. So me getting mad is insane. So how can I spin this and make it like a positive or, or just effectively communicate, right? And now all of a sudden that, that, that moment where I wanted to blow up, I'm like really calm and I can respond instead of react, right? And if you do that in all other areas of your life, you can kind of like take a out-of-body experience and hover over and just like dissect situations, right? And, and understand what's really going on. What's the motive behind things? What do people want? Most of the time we all want the same thing. Right. So I think understanding these stories and excuses is, is really, really powerful because at the end of the day, it's, it's all everything that goes through your head. It's all story. And if you decide to change that story, that, that goes back to that clarity that I created. I changed the story for myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to write this story out and, and this is what it's going to be. And I made it happen. But before then, the story was always like I, I was poor genetics, grew up chubby, uh, you know, like. I, I didn't go get a four-year degree at, at college for exercise science. Um, I didn't have the credentials that other people had. Like I wasn't a genetic freak like that my clients can look at for inspiration. Like the list goes on of shit that I wasn't doing or I wasn't good enough with, right? And uh, I grew up in a shitty neighborhood. Like you keep going, you know, and it's – but they're all just stories. They're crutches yeah. that I leaned on to avoid doing the work or getting uncomfortable, so I think, uh, I think the whole story con- identify the facts in your life and creates awareness. And if you can create awareness, you can actually see change. Does that make sense? Does that answer that Absolutely. question? Absolutely. And, and I think for you guys to kind of pick that apart who are, who are listening to this. Um, so a, a, a bigger, like the broad spectrum and what I got out of that, what you were just talking about is the bulk of like why people don't do things right? It comes from like a fear of like, okay. Um, a lot of times it's like fear of failure. Like if I try that and I fail, um, you know, I've wasted my time or I made myself look stupid or or something like that. But it's like, it comes from something like, you know, something happens that's hard and it triggers you and you start to think about, I'm just going to fail anyway. And then you believe that story and then you stop. Like people do that all the time. I see clients do it constantly. And, um, this goes down to like, uh, if, if, you know, as an example, uh, I was going through something called the stack, right? This is something that Cody taught me originally. I think it came from more originally and it's like twisting those stories along. Right. And I was sitting down with a client probably two weeks ago and she was going into some things. There was like some family stuff going on. And, um, we, we essentially got to a point where it was like a family member was talking to them in a certain way and it was making them like angry and upset. And I asked her, uh, so essentially like, let's go into these stories a little bit. Let's find out like, okay, what's your trigger. Okay, cool. When that person said that to you, what was the story you told themselves yourself? And then she looked at me kind of like, you're talking about like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean story? And I'm like, what did you start to tell yourself when that thing triggered you? And she's like, well, you know, they think I'm not going to be anything. I'm never going to amount to anything. And then I was like, what kind of evidence do you have to support that? And she's like, well, like nothing. I am, you know, successful. I do this and I do that. And I was like, so which story is, or uh, which story do you want to believe more? And she was like that one. And I was like, so see how your story was actually what you were mad at. You weren't necessarily mad at the person. The person just triggered something in you. And then to see that person and that realization come over their face 
is one that like now I have this obsession of like, I want to recreate this in everybody because now that person can move forward. Right. And I think like guys like you guys, like me, other coaches that, you know, we talk with and are connected with, they have just mastered their story a little bit better. Right. And I, not total control. Cause <laughs> you guys don't know this, but about three weeks ago, I was losing my mind. And Cody essentially was like, dude, take your tinfoil hat off. The Martians aren't coming. You're going to be fine. And uh, it's because I was telling myself all these stories of like, you know, my business is going to implode. We're all going to die. My family and I are going to lose everything. And it was this, this constant insanity, but it was from COVID-19 triggering a story in myself that I thought I was going to fail. Right. And yeah, that, that lady's a perfect example, dude. Like that is literally the perfect example of how you broke that down because um, and that was articulated way better than the rant I went on about it, but no, but you built the context of that to make sense. I think. Yeah. So I think that, cause I, cause I think that's just it, man. Like most of them are self-projected stories, right? So like, and what that means is like, I have a story in my head and I'm going to project it on everybody else, right? Like you get on a podcast and you're nervous to do an interview and you're like, oh, this guy's going to think I'm fucking stupid. I'm not going to be able to cite the same research while well, we're going on and on. That dude's not thinking it, right? You are thinking those things and you're projecting on him, which is making you more anxious and nervous because you're putting your stories onto what you see in them. Right. And, and as far as the story you just talked about with yourself, that's like the entrepreneurial curse. Like you wake up every other morning and you're like, oh, everything's fucked. You're going <laughs> it's all, to, all gonna crash. but that's like going back to the, the original conversation of like what I learned from Warrior of the Core Four is like that puts me in power and control of that, man. So when I do wake up in full blown anxiety and, and just pissed off, I don't start working or check my notifications. I go downstairs and journal, read, meditate, go through my mobility flow while listening to an audio eat my breakfast, drink a greens drink. And like by that hour, I'm like, I'm calm. I'm ready. I'm clear. I don't have to, I don't have anxiety anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, and even like when I share that kind of shit with Shannon, I'm like, she's like, yeah, is everything okay? I'm like, oh, I'm just stressed because of blah, blah, blah. She like has to remind me, like, you're insane. Like you're literally crazy. Like everything's fine. Just look, here's the proof. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> I know. But, but I think that's, that's the thing is people got to remember you're your own worst enemy always. So you're always going to be the person that creates this crazy story in your mind of the worst case scenario. It's, I mean, it's unfortunate, but we're humans. I can't tell you how many times, uh, how many times I've like thought a person was thinking a certain way or, yeah. uh, and it's like when I came on your show, I was like, Oh dude, I bombed man. I'd like, I screwed up this. I was messing up. I would have answered it this way if I had another shot at it. And you were like, dude, I thought the show was great. And it's funny because we were on one of our calls and you're like, Cody, you're, you know, your show's the top three podcast downloaded this month. And, you know, I was like, really? Like I sucked, but it was just a story I was telling myself. I was triggered because I didn't answer something the same way that I wanted to later when everything you can think about something and have time versus like freestyling it. I'm sure you'll listen to this like, oh man, I should have went into this. So that's, but, yeah. that's actually why I don't listen to anything I do. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't watch, like, I, dude, I don't watch videos after we take it like i'm like travis is good he's like yeah i'm like all right cool like i don't want to yeah. i don't want to listen i don't want to watch because i'll start critiquing myself and i'll just like we're all perfectionists at heart so you'll just like if there's a like a potential to redo it i'll redo it over and over and over again so i'd rather just not even listen because there's been plenty of times man where i've seen a podcast air and i'm like fuck that was that episode i just like it was like a monday I, i'll never forget this. it was a monday motivation i was in the airport on the way home from a trip and I was like, I almost wish we didn't air that episode. Like, I just did not feel good airing that episode. Like, it was stupid. People are going to, like, think it's cheesy. Like, I just don't think the lesson was there. I wasn't in my A game. And I literally got, like, four DMs of, like, this episode changed my life. Like, 
thank you so much for this 10 minute fire that you just put out because it literally completely shifted my mind, like multiple people. And I was instantly like, God damn, I let those stories control myself because what did I do? I recorded a 10 minute episode. I was like, I'm going to listen through, make sure everything sounds good. Listen through it and just started eating myself up. I was like, this sucks. But that's yeah. just the story in my own head. It's, and it's crazy how that works. Yeah. And I think people listening to this at home right now, like, like really you can, you can look inside of yourself, right? Like, I, I don't know where you're coming from. I don't know what your story is. Uh, literally like your life story, not your mental stories, but like, I don't know what those things are, but I would guarantee if you wrote down some struggles that you have, right? Like, I, I, I do this practice almost weekly now, every, like on the, on Sunday to where I'll just write down all the things I'm struggling with. And then uh, essentially unpack them. Like, is that a real struggle? Is that a, is that a made up struggle? And, and I go through this practice all the time. And I guarantee if you do that, just that single insight, you start to really see some silly things and some silly thought processes in your mind. Just some doing something like, yeah, I told you to do it again for the 25th time this week. Go journal, right? Like, it's a big deal. Um, so, Cody, I love it, man. Let's, uh, let's get into some, some closing questions here. Um, you're, uh, I, you know, I went back and listened to our show that we did together and your personality question I hated. I was like, I could have put on a president or something like that. <laughs> um, so I, I've actually got my own personality questions now too. Um, mine are a little bit deeper and uh, I, I want to get into like, like what the bigger purpose of Cody McBroom is, right? I feel like I have a good grasp on it because we talk about it a lot, but so big picture, right? What is the impact that you're hoping to make, right? Like when you lay your head down for your, your, the last time of your life, and um, you're, you're kind of like going through things. There's like a list there. Like what's that dent that you're hoping to make on the world in your life? Man, it's such a hard question. I think I kind of, I, I think I break it up into like three different things. I've always looked at like, what's your why? What's your purpose? What's your vision? You know, and I think they all kind of coincide together. I think my why is, I mean, it's my family. My why is my daughter and my wife, right? but they're not my purpose. My purpose to be here isn't them. Like they're my why, they're my fuel, they're my everything. My purpose is expansion. Like my purpose is literally to just expand into the best human I can possibly be in every single area of my life. And my vision is where that impact lies. And my vision is, uh, like I said at the beginning, to take over the industry, man. Like I literally want to be the biggest uh, tailored style. Like, so obviously our company is called Tailored Coaching, but like, like individual, like high quality, premium, one-on-one, -on -one, private coaching online. I want to be the top company. And my impact there is like, uh, there's so many people that are getting fed bullshit inside of our industry. It's insane. So for me, it's like, I need to reach thousands and thousands and thousands more people. I need to reach millions of people through our free content. I need to reach thousands of people through our private coaching and tens of thousands through our like low-end products and memberships. Um, and they're huge numbers, but to me, like that impact, just like it's spider webs. Cause if I help one people person, they're probably going to rub that off into somebody else. So it, it's kind of a cheesy thing to say like, Oh, I want to, you know, help a million people lose weight or whatever it may be. But it's very much aligned with something like that, man. Like my impact is, is to literally change the shape of the fitness industry. And maybe if I got like more detailed, that's what it was. Like, I really want to change the way online coaching is, um, the way it's looked at, uh, I want to like set the standard for a quality that makes everything that's subpar unacceptable. Um, cause there's a lot of really bad products out there for coaching. And there's a lot of coaching companies that don't build relationships with their clients. And, and we really focus on that. So I think for me, like that's, that's the vision. That's the impact is like, how can I change, literally change the industry? 
Yeah, and I love that too, because that's that, it's kind of partly in line with what I've been really circling around lately myself. It's like, um, I've kind of developed this mindset that like my frame, my passion, my purpose, I want it to be so big and broad that it like swallows everybody up, right? Yeah. So that kind of goes in line with like taking over the world. Like, and it's funny because uh, one of my first, one of my first coaches a while back used to always ask me like, Cody, what's our plan today? He'd come to the gym. We got you know, 15 clients to expect that day and that's it. And we're going home and I'm there and I'm cleaning. Like I've got 150 people coming in today. And he's like, you know, what's our plan today? And I'm like, take over the world. And I would look at him with a straight face, very serious. I'm going to take over the world. I'm at the biggest gym in the county and eventually the state and eventually everybody will know about me. And to a lot of people hearing this or, or maybe hearing it back then, like, okay, yeah, whatever. But now you can't go around in my county anywhere without hearing about me, hearing about my gym, what we do, how we treat people. Even if you're not a CrossFitter or you're not a functional fitness person, people in bodybuilding gyms, coaches are recommending us because they know that we're the place to go. And some of them want to come and train with us, but they work at other places. It's the weirdest thing, but it all came from me being so obsessed with my frame and my bigger impact of the world that it just swallowed up everybody else. And um, that's something that I've like been obsessing about a lot lately, especially since I got a little extra time to think about things. Uh, so last parting question that I want to run by you. Um, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever gotten? Sometimes for some people that's, you know, one, a one liner or, you know, uh, go read this, whatever it is. Like, what would you say is like a big piece of advice that you got that really turned some corners for you or just open your mind up to things? Hmm. That's tough. Yeah. That's really fucking tough. Um, two things come to mind. Uh, one's not really even like a lesson or a saying it's more of like a, a concept. Uh, and, and again, I'm going to refer to warrior cause they've, they've made a big impact on me, but, uh, the whole real raw relevant conversation, right? Real raw relevant results. And like looking at everywhere in my life, like, okay, where am I being my realest, most authentic self? Like, am I right? That's always a deep question you have to ask yourself and live by. Um, am I being raw with that? Like it's unfiltered, like the truth. Um, am I relevant? Like, am I relevant to the people around me, but also in my own life is what I'm doing relevant to what I actually want. And then results, like, am I actually getting results? Cause that's like the, the ending thing is like, if you're not getting results, you're doing something wrong. Right. Um, so that's been a big thing. Cause it's one of those things where like, anytime anything happens, I can just look at like real raw relevant results. Like, am I aligned? Um, but the saying that come to mind was from my dad. And he used to always say this when I was younger and I just thought it was weird, but once I became an entrepreneur, I was like, this makes a lot more sense. And it's really simple. And he always said, like, uh, he said, trust your gut, follow your heart. And that's it. And, and like, I've always sat with that because there's been a lot of times where I had to make decisions in business, in life, in marriage, in fatherhood, everything where there, nobody's going to give me the fucking answer. There's no textbook written on how to solve this problem. I have to trust my gut and the voice inside me and what I need to do as a man. And it's never steered me wrong, you know? And I think like the, the follow your heart thing is like, figure out what you love, figure out what your passion is, kind of like the alchemist, right? And then just, just keep chasing that thing. Cause I was in a position where I was the last person you would expect to be a personal trainer. Um, and I had no business experience and I had no backup plan, but I was just like, this is, this is literally all that there is. This is the only thing that like I have as an option. And I had multiple people in my life say like, you can create other options. Like there's plenty of jobs that you could do or careers. And I'm like, no, this is it. If I have a plan B, this isn't going to happen because I can fall back on something. I don't want to fall back on anything. Back into all this, the only option. This is the story that I'm writing for myself. 
Um, and I just trusted that. I trust my gut and I followed my heart, man. And I didn't listen to anybody else and I, and it worked out. Yeah, I love it, man. Uh, so I hope everybody listening to this, if you, like I said in the beginning, uh, this was not going to be a nutrition podcast. I think it is a, a waste of, uh, of, of time. Sometimes when people have you on and they don't ask you questions like that, because I will tell you that, uh, some of the biggest shifts that I've had in coaching, uh, my body, how I think fatherhood, my relationship has come from some of the mental stuff that you're talking about and some of the things that you've taught me. So you guys listening to this right now, like really look at like, like, where are you struggling at? Like where, like, if you, if it's new training, if it's your nutrition, if it's any of these things that we've talked about today, if you look at some of the things that we've talked about in this episode, that's where you're going to find your issue. It's not in your training. It's not in your nutrition. Nine out of 10 times. It's not, it's always in this stuff. And uh, I just think that these were the stories and the things that I wanted to pull out because in my opinion, that's what people need. And uh, it's my microphone and that's what we're going to do. Right. So uh, Cody, plug yourself, man. Uh, Where can people find you? Uh, Come learn more about you. Yeah. um, Everything is at tailoredcoachingmethod.com. I mean, tons of free content. Um, I'm on Instagram a lot at cody.boomboom, but all the content stuff is all on that website. Um, I don't have a ton of stuff out regarding the stuff we talked about today. Um, So if anybody listening likes what we're, we're talking, I'm just gonna, I mean, I'm, I didn't ask you if I could do this, but email Cody, (laughs) talk to him, talk to Cody Smith, the the host of this podcast, because um, I mean, I can easily say that, dude, you, like I told you this the other day, I was like, you live this shit just as much, if not more than I do, you know? So there, you have every right to teach it as much as I do. Um, And I know people listening will be intrigued and have questions and want more. Um, So I encourage you to reach out to him. Just ask him questions. Dude loves talking about this stuff. I know for me, like I always recommend people listen to my podcast, shoot me an email, ask me a question, DMs, do whatever. um, Because it opens up dialogue for me to help you more and teach you. And that's really what we're in this for. Um, So yeah, I would encourage it. Yeah. And if you guys want to like, and it's funny because I hear you talk about this stuff all the time, but training and nutrition you uh, have become my T nation and that's where I go and learn stuff as a, you know, what was only a CrossFit coach essentially with some ideas when I met you. Um, so if you guys don't go check out his content, some of his free, free stuff alone is better than his paid stuff. And um, if you want to learn about all that boring training nutrition stuff, that's where I would tell you to go. <laughs> all right, cool guys. Thank you guys for listening. Cody, thanks for coming on and uh, we'll talk to you in the next one, man. Absolutely. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show today. I know your time is valuable and I appreciate every minute that you spent with me. If you're new to the show, make sure to hit that subscribe button and to give us a rating and review. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram where I post daily motivational content and free training and nutritional information. Lastly, if you've been listening to this for a while and you're thinking about working with me and my team, go ahead and email me at cody at virtuousfit.com and I'll see you on the next episode.